Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next. Ryder Cup plus his good friend and Vice Captain Zach Johnson was in town as well. We'll talk with him. All things Ryder Cup and Tony's pick as a member of Team USA. Plus the caddy, he's already in France. He's getting things ready, putting together yardage books. We'll check in with him on how the course is looking and being prepared for the upcoming Ryder Cup. Just a couple of weeks away and a lot to get to and a lot to talk about. Thanks for joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Bob, it's pretty incredible stuff when uh, you see sitting right here in this studio, we'd watch, uh, I wouldn't say a little Tony Finau because I don't know (laughs) that he was ever little, but certainly a young Tony Finau would walk back and forth outside of our studio here inside the clubhouse at Thanksgiving Point in Utah, and he would just be carrying bucket after bucket after bucket yep. of balls, you know, as he would go out and continue to hit and work and, and, and grow and, and develop his skills as a player. And, you know, wow, he sure has uh, put it all together this he, year. He was still young at the time, no doubt about it. Um, and then, you know, he, he's a kid that decided that he wasn't going to go the, the college ranks and and was working consistently on his game on the, the mini tours and uh, Canadian tour and that kind of thing. Then finally got his played, honed his game enough to uh, to get onto the Web.com tour, won there, and uh, got onto the PGA tour. And here he is, four or five years down the down the road, uh, developed his game, worked on his game hard, and uh, is now the player in the world. Um, he's third in the FedEx Cup points going into Tour Championship and got the nod for the captain's pick for the Ryder Cup. This isn't just a guy that rolled his ankle after a hole-in-one or a guy that can bash the golf ball. We'll tell you all about it coming up next. Tony Fino, stay tuned. Hey, what does it take to be the number one irons in golf? Well, if you ask the engineers at Callaway, they'll tell you one thing, innovation. And they would know because Callaway's Face Cup technology has made them the number one irons in golf. The Face Cup technology that makes their irons tremendously powerful actually came from their fairway woods and hybrids, which incidentally, those fairway woods and hybrids continue to outperform the competition. Face Cups dramatically increase ball speed across the face, and the second Callaway started engineering irons with Face Cups, everything changed. Golfers started seeing tremendous gains in distance and forgiveness, and of course, the engineers at Callaway keep on innovating. Steelhead, Big Bertha, and Apex Irons are all powered by Callaway's game-changing face cup technology and they've all made callaway the number one irons in golf to learn more about the technology behind the number one irons in golf go to callawaygolf.com callaway the number one irons in golf golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game due to the game's efforts we now have turf that needs less water courses that are more sustainable with many now offering natural wildlife habitats from the days of old tom morris golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What happens when our most epic driver technology goes rogue? You set the new bar in speed. Then you set it in forgiveness. This is the new jailbreak. It's our fastest driver technology, and now it's in our most forgiving head. 
that's how you get the most powerful jailbreak effect ever. The new Rogue Driver from Callaway, the number one driver in golf. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. This is a quote. I've never seen a ball go this far and spin this much around the green. You know who said that? Who? Phil Mickelson. There you go. This ball is crazy. It's on another level. It's easy to see why pros are playing chrome soft and winning with it. That's Sergio Garcia. Well, the next generation of golfers like Daniel Berger, Sam Burns, Maverick McNeely, Norman Jong, and they're all signing on. So when you build a ball like any other, that's how you become the fastest growing golf ball brand since 2013. And every Chrome Soft is made right here in the USA at Callaway's factory in Chicopee, Massachusetts. You never played a ball like this. See for yourself why everyone's playing and loving the Chrome Soft with the new graphene. Order yours today at CallawayGolf.com. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for being with us as we look forward to Tour Championship coming up next week. Ryder Cup to follow over at France. Players getting a much-deserved week off this week, and a lot of players choosing to uh, get some foundation work in, and like Tony was, and also just take some, some uh, you know, Time off the golf course. It was, yep. It's been a bit of a run for these guys coming off of Philadelphia last week where it was just uh, sloggy rain and it went into Monday finish. So, mm-hmm. yeah, these guys need a little bit of time off to recuperate. And this was a change, Bob, in the schedule a couple of years ago. And the and the, the basically the, the player said, look, if, if the Tour Championship and the culmination of the FedEx Cup is as, as important as what you're trying to make it out to be, speaking to the PGA Tour, right. then why don't you give us the time off prior to the tour championship so we can rest up and be ready to go for that event rather than the week off after the tour championship to rest and get ready for the Ryder cup. Right. Which we all know is important. And Oh, by the way, we don't have any problem getting up for. So uh, that change in the schedule was made. I think it's a good one to give these guys some time off and, you know, the web.com still grinding and 75 tour players grinding as well. PGA tour players all, all vying for those 25 cards in Boise, Idaho. So uh, there's still things to watch. If you'd like to, the Avion masters is going on. It's a major on the LPGA tour. So there's a lot of golf still to be played. Plus so many storylines, Coming off of this Ryder Cup discussion and getting ready for the Tour Championship, 
it's uh, it's good for us as well. It gives us a little bit of a, of a breather in things that we have time to cover. But you're going to hear from Tony himself coming up here in about 10 minutes or, or less, maybe six minutes. So stay tuned if you're, uh, if you're tuning in to hear from Tony Finau on getting picked as the number 12 man on the USA Ryder Cup team. But I was going to say yes. something about the schedule okay, uh, and having that week off. I, I like it simply from the standpoint that now the guys that are – in the tour championship that are on the Ryder Cup team, they're playing into mm. the Ryder Cup. So it gives them a week of competition to um, kind of figure some things out with their game. The only guy that's not in there is Jordan Spieth. That's remarkable. He finished 31st. It's crazy. Had a, had a poor final round, shot three over par, finished 31st in in uh, tour championship or in the FedEx Cup points. And um, unfortunately, he's not playing. But I'll I'll guarantee that he is working hard on his game this week, this week and yeah. next week as he gets ready for the Ryder Cup. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm as he teams with Patrick Reed. <laughs> you don't think there's any question that that team will? I don't continue? think there's any yeah. question. Well, we'll talk about pairings uh, coming up. But yeah, yeah, that was certainly one that's proven. Uh, over the last couple of cups. Right. Well, I mean, if you're looking for those in the in the Tour Championship that aren't not present from Team USA. Team Europe's got a few missing as yes, well. Yes, of course. I mean, Sergio didn't even make the playoffs. No. Which was a bit surprising. Um, so, yeah, and you, you, could, you could go down the list. There's there's several guys that aren't playing. Uh, they do, however, have a new number one player in the world in Justin Rose. Yes. Yeah, he took it, he took it over. Um, he had to finish. If he finished first, he would take over the number one position in the world. He uh, tied for first. And then lost in a playoff to Keegan Bradley, but he made enough points to get number one. You have a problem with that? Backdooring no. with the, into number one with no. without getting a W? No. Hey, you like to do it in style, right? Sure. Uh, you like to birdie the last hole to win a tournament or you know all of those types of things, but it doesn't matter. You bogey the last hole and you win, uh, you win the tournament. You finish well enough and, and your play uh, garners enough points that you become the number one player in the world, you've earned it. I don't, I don't have a problem. People were being critical of him saying, hey, that's not the kind of a chip shot that a number one player in the world would have, or that's not a very good putt, or no, boy, that's not really number one in the world-ish, uh, the way you lost to Keegan Bradley in that playoff. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know what I mean? People are so it's, critical, but it's not. he didn't capture number one that week. That's no. been a culmination of great play by Justin Rose. And I was going to say that exact thing. You look at all the wins that he's had over the last year, year and a half, that has put him to this position right now to take over the number one spot in the world. You know, the number one guy in the world right now, Dustin Johnson, hasn't played all that great in the last few weeks. Um, he's been very mediocre in his play. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, at some point when when your play starts to fall off, and guys play starts to starts to climb you're going to you're going to lose out on on a spot you know Justin Thomas phenomenal year last year great play this year but he lost out to Dustin Johnson with his play earlier in the year and that kind of thing now we've got Justin Rose that's taking over the number 1 spot so it's pretty interesting to see how that ebbs and flows all the way along and pretty remarkable to remember how Tiger Woods stayed so many weeks at number 1 in the world with uh, with his consistent play over a decade, Justin Rose uh, is the eighty, uh, excuse me, the twenty second player to reach number one uh, mm-hmm. since they began keeping that stat 
starting back in 1986. So um, pretty interesting. And uh, congratulations. That's you know, look, I thought I thought he handled it pretty well. He recognized that it was a a, a big milestone for mm-hmm. him and his career. Certainly disappointed, right? I mean, you'd love to obviously win that event at the BMW, and it's another could have been another one right there uh, in in that where he's won on that golf course before, plus one winning the U.S. Open at Marion. So he has some yeah. um, experience winning in the Philadelphia area. But, uh, yeah, look, don't, yeah, don't take anything away from, from Justin Rose and his number one, earning the number one position because as, for all the reasons that you just pointed out. Yeah. However, uh, I don't remember enjoying a win by a guy any more than I enjoyed watching <laughs> Keegan Bradley. I mean – Keegan had that bit of a sort of stare down edge to him when he first came up. Yeah, the and, stink eye going. Yeah, the stink eye. Remember that? Yeah. And and this this one was a little bit more like a little kid, uh, you know, opening a, a, a surprise gift at Christmas. Yeah. I mean, he he just was so fun to watch. It was pure joy. I mean, Johnny Miller afterwards getting choked up, shedding some tears on it, and you know, the Twitter kind of went crazy about about that, and I jumped in on that. I look. A guy like for a guy like Johnny Miller to, you know, and by the way, Johnny's pretty soft soul, you know, but he that guy was at the top of the golf world and then he struggled especially with his putter. Right. And for for a guy like Keegan Bradley, who was playing so well and won a major championship and was doing so well in the Ryder Cup, and then the USGA makes the change and he loses the Bell Eye Putter option and he just struggles. And it's been six years, over six yep. years since since his last win. And for him to figure out a way to come back and win that in a playoff event the way he did, I mean, that's kind of what you know, we've been looking – we've been watching golf for a comeback all year long. And Tiger Woods has provided a comeback, but he hasn't had the comeback win. Well, we got it. Yeah. It wasn't in Tiger, but it was in Keegan Bradley, and that's good stuff. And Johnny got a little emotional. There's a guy that can appreciate the grind and the what it takes to come back and get a W like that. And and it just he got a little bit overwhelmed. That's real stuff, man. That's what sports provides us, and I I enjoyed that. So don't don't rip on a guy in Johnny Miller who. Uh, can appreciate and shows a little bit of emotion off of something what, that uh, on a player like a Keegan Bradley being able to come back and win six years later. And Keegan Bradley has proven over the last few weeks that his good play. I mean, a couple weeks ago, he was leading going into the final round or, or close to the lead, mm. had a chance to win and shot 78 in mm-hmm. the final round. That's right. And then here he is now, a few weeks later, having an opportunity to win and closes the door by shooting a good final round, and then winning with with a, a four against Justin Rhodes' five in the playoffs. So um, kudos to Keegan Bradley. It was a, a great win for him. It was awesome to see. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And, uh, you know, and he was pretty straight up, too. He was like, look, uh, about Ryder Cup pick. Like, yeah, he was like, I wasn't on the radar before. I don't think this changes anything. Yeah. Tony's been playing great. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Xander said the same thing. Yep. You know, Tony's been playing great, even if I was to win. Well, yep. Jim Furyk came out afterwards and said, yeah, Tony made it impossible for me not to pick him. You're going to hear from Tony Fino himself coming up next. He's number 12 on the team, number three in the FedEx Cup. He's just a really good dude. You'll hear from him next right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. 
Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest price. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment is brought to you in part by Odyssey Golf, the number one putter in golf. If you haven't been to odysseytogolf.com lately, you need to do so. You can check out that new red ball putter. See what that's all about. You can set yourself up to make more putts with the new red ball putter. It's pretty cool, actually. Great idea. Innovative. You can also go through the XO line, which happens to be my putter preference. Um, O works. You can get into the Toulon design, go right into the garage if you want to design up a custom putter with uh, Sean Toulon and his team. So all of it there at odysseygolf.com. You know, when it comes to major championships, WGC events, playoffs, and more, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check it out at odysseygolf.com. And uh, I'll tell you what, I, 
I've been I put in that uh, that Exo Rossi, and uh, my my season long partner, my buddy Phil, he he says I don't know man you've been making a lot of putts. I had that number five. He's like I don't know because <laughs> I said you know this putter this number five Odyssey has not done anything. I told you this right? Yeah. This is this putter did not do anything to earn it bench time, but. This this XO Rossi just looks so good. It feels so good in my hand. It's got such a great feel. I'm I'm going with it. And uh, the very first match I played with it, I rolled in about a 18 footer with about five feet of break on the 18th hole to win the match. One up had to have that to win one up, and drained it. And and uh, my partner comes and goes. Oh man, I feel bad for your number five. That thing's never coming back. <laughs> and I just I, I've continued to make great putts with it. And yeah. And uh, it's just it's just one of those it's just one of those putters. It has such a good soft feel to it, and yeah. just feel, have a lot of confidence letting it go. So if you haven't tried it, I highly recommend you do so. And it looks great. People want to every time I come out on the golf course, someone's like, let me see that putter. So anyway, check it out. Odyssey Golf. Dot com. Well, as we mentioned, and we continue here with our uh, Ryder Cup Tour Championship preview, we caught up with the 12th man on the team, Tony Finau. He hosted his foundation event. He was at our club out at Alpine Country Club this week, and Zach Johnson was in town. Clyde the Glide Drexler was there. Yep. Uh, a bunch of his friends and celebrities. Michael Pena. Did you go? Did you hang out with him a little bit? I, I did. Little actor, Ant Man star, and Ant Man star, yeah. many others. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool to see some of the guys that came out, some NBA players um, from the Utah Jazz and so forth, former Utah Jazz. Uh, anyway, it was a great event, celebration of golf. Um, Cameron Champ was there as yep. well. Uh, you don't know him yet, but you will. Uh, he won on the web.com earlier this year. Just he finished first. Bombs it. He finished first he on the web.com. Did he really? I th- yes. I didn't know that. Wow. Cameron Champ, number one. Good for him. Yep. Um, so anyway, it was a great celebration, of course, raising some money for the Tony Finau Foundation, and he's got some great stuff that he'll tell you about. Here's our conversation as that event was wrapping up with the 12th man, Team USA, Tony Finau. Hey, really excited to be joined by Tony Finau right here. He's the 12th member of the U.S. Ryder Cup team, and we're here at uh, Alpine Country Club and his foundation tournament, the Tony Finau Foundation. It's been uh, really a whirlwind 24 hours as you finish up the BMW, fly on a jet across country, dance for your fans and uh, all the supporters of the foundation, and then host a tournament again here today. Uh, how you feeling? How you soaking all this in? Uh, I feel great. Yeah, I feel great. It's got a nice ring to it, the uh, Ryder Cup teammates, so I'm excited about that, and uh, the last 24 hours have been hectic, but, man, these are the type of experiences that dreams are made of. And so, um, you know, in- incredibly pleased just with our turnout here at the foundation event and, you know, obviously with the Ryder Cup, uh, really excited about that. I've kind of had some time to soak it in now and enjoy it, but uh, I look forward to just getting over there and, and just adding some of my skill and talent to the team. That's already, a team that's already incredible. So um, whatever, you know, I had a conversation with Jim, whatever, whatever he needs from me, um, I'm willing to do so. Um, I'm just I'm excited to be part of a camaraderie like that and a team like the Ryder Cup. It's something that I've dreamed of my whole life, and to to be on a team like that is um, is satisfying and special. But at the same time, um, we've got a, we've got a goal as a team, and that's to bring the cup back. It's been a long time since we've done that, and we feel like we have we have the guys to do it this time. So um, our focus is going to kind of kind of turn that way, and um, I'm, I'm just excited to be a part of it. As you know, the Ryder Cup was one of my dad's favorite events. Yeah. Seven times he played, oh. eight times he was a captain, and he's got the most points, but it looks like <laughs> Phil's going to win a few matches and take it away from him. At the beginning of the year, we walked with your dad in San Diego, and he told us one of the goals that you had for the year was to make the Ryder Cup team. How did that all come about? What did you need to do to get to that point? Yeah, well, 
I, I, first I needed belief and confidence in myself that right. I can reach that type of goal. Um, you know, people probably laugh at me a couple years ago thinking I could be on a Ryder Cup team or, or whatever. But, you know, that's, uh, you know, goals like that are what, what drives me to try to continue to get better. And it's something that I had on my mind all year, all season. I knew it's something that I could accomplish. And um, when I didn't make the top eight uh, and play my way onto the team, I wanted to prove that I could be a pick, and and so being able to do that, you know, and, and play well when I really needed, knew I needed to, as far as the Ryder Cup was concerned, um, gave you know gives me a lot of confidence moving forward. Um, you know, I, I knew you know my game was and, and and I was on kind of under a magnifying glass, if you will, with the captains right. and those who were picking the guys. Um, you know, the Ryder Cup team seems to be about guys that are in, just meaning. Uh, they don't really like new guys, it seems like, um, and I'm a new guy, so I need to prove to them that I belong on the team and, and play my way onto that team. So um, I've got a lot of support from the from the guys on the team, which is something that means so much to me. I've heard nothing but great things about the guys that are already on the team, as far as how much they respect me, how much um, they're cheering for me to be on the squad and and play my way on the team. So um, that means a lot to me and carries a lot of weight. And just. Uh, Again, just excited to be on the team. You know, golf is something we love. It's a fun game. We love to play it. I play it more than any other sport. But as a as a sports fan, there are a lot of events that I would say are my favorite sporting events. And the Ryder Cup for me is in my top two for sure. I mean, this is a real team aspect in an otherwise individual sport, right? Yeah. How cool is it growing up playing team sports, choosing golf, and now being a part of a team again within the sport that you're playing professionally? Yeah, it's so cool because it's different than what we're used to. We're not used to playing as a team. We're used to playing individually. And um, so just having that aspect and having teammates, having a coach, if you will, a captain, Mm -hmm. having other captains, um, and just having that camaraderie with guys, um, man, I think it's going to bring out the best in us. I really do. And it's, it's a different part of this game. And to be a part of it, again, like you mentioned, you know, the Ryder Cup is, is one of the be- greatest sporting events in all of sports, not just in the game of golf. I, I, think, it's yeah. the, I think it's the greatest thing in the game of golf. Yeah. Um, between that and the Masters, to me, you know, those are, the two, those are the two greatest events in golf. But in sports in general, I feel like the Ryder Cup is, is that special because we get Americans to cheer for us. Yeah. You know, and, and people that love the United States of America and people that are from here are, are just proud of the team that we've assembled and they're cheering for us so it's it's a whole different feel but uh the good the good news is it's a it's not a different game it's the same game that we all know how to play and i look forward to just playing my game and and putting some birdies up and putting some points up for team usa what are what are your strengths what what do you bring to the team that that can help bring that cup back yeah first of all i i know i'm a team player so whatever the captain needs on my behalf i feel like my attitude and um just the way that I am, I can mesh well with anybody on the team. Just meaning I, I can play with any guys. My personality is, is that way. And um, just evidence of my golf game, I can make birdies. And that's what you need in match play. Yes, you do. Um, you, can, you can make some mistakes, but if, if you make a lot more birdies than you do mistakes, um, you're going to win matches. So, um, I, you know, I have a great track record when it comes to match play. Mm-hmm. I've won the state am, you know, I've won some matches this year on the at the WGC against some great players, so I have a great track record when it comes to match play and it's just because of that I can make some birdies. So I I expect to to make some birdies and um and just bring some points to to the USA team. You played that golf course, what can you tell us about it and how does it fit your game there? Yeah, it's it's a it's a golf course that's uh a little more tight and um 
a little bit more of probably like a shot maker's golf course. But it all—it's all dependent on the on the weather. If it blows hard, the golf course is going to play tough. You're going to see some pars winning holes because mm. there's water every everywhere. Almost every hole has water. But if the, if the wind doesn't blow, which it didn't when we practiced, we made a lot of birdies in in, in practice, and and I expect it to be you know a lot of birdies to be made if the weather isn't bad. So it's it's all going to be weather dependent. But you know I, I proved to myself, you know no matter type what type of golf course, um, you know my skill sets. Um, you know, I can I can make I can make birdies anywhere. How many drivers did you hit there? Uh, I hit like four to five, but I can hit six to eight if the weather allows me to, and if I really need to. And that's the great thing about match play. You know, I'm playing with a partner who is in the fairway, and I know it's it's a hole I can take advantage of with you know getting a driver up there or something. Um, you know, I can start to play a little bit more aggressive. So that's when the team aspect of it comes into play, and you're not only just thinking about. Uh, you, but you have another teammate that can help you, mm-hmm. and so you're going to make the aggressive play. So, definitely some cat and mouse as far as strategy. Um, but that, that's that's a great that's a great thing about team golf and, and team things in golf. Hey, uh, real quick before we let you go, your foundation event uh, going on. Uh, a lot of great things that are coming from this. It's yeah. grown over the years, and yeah. you've had some exciting announcements this week. Yeah, really exciting announcement. We got the Tony Fianna Foundation Learning Center that has you know we're we're breaking ground on, and. You know, I wanted to let everybody know that was part of it, that that's our next big goal. And, um, you know, I mentioned last night in, in, in speaking, I was surrounded by a lot of great people, you know, and my parents being one of them and instilling a lot of confidence in me. And that's what I want to do with this learning center is, you know, kids to know that we care and to, to hopefully just help them and assist with their parents. We're not trying to take over the parent role, but to, to just be a support group for them and, and to know that people care and give them the confidence to go into the world and make a difference. So that's what we're trying to do at the, at the Learning Center. And it's pretty exciting news for me. It's something that I'm really proud of. And, um, man, hopefully we can get that thing up and running as fast as possible. Well, well done, and uh, we wish you all the best. Of course, East Lake first, right? Yeah, that's right. That's right. we got we got a, fun, a FedEx Cup uh, <laughs> tournament to, to get underway next week. So I'm, I'm excited for the opportunity that I have to to win the FedEx Cup. I can honestly say that because yeah. it's in, in you know, so I control yeah, yeah, I can control my own destiny. I haven't won all season. But uh, it'd be a damn timely win uh, <laughs> yeah. to, to win next week. So yeah. uh, I'm excited just to have that opportunity. I know um, all the chips are on the table. If I win next week, I win the FedEx Cup, and that's a great feeling to have. You know, not there's only five guys. There's only five guys that can say that this week, and I'm one of them. So um, it speaks to kind of the, the consistency I've had all year. And, and again, it'd be a, a pretty, pretty dang timely win. So I look forward to playing next week. All right. Well, all the best, and uh, thanks again for your time. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, right. guys. There you go. There he is, number 12, Tony Finau, 12th pick on the Ryder Cup team, 15th pick in the world, 11 top 10s. You picking up what we're laying down here? Second, fourth, and eighth in the playoffs, third in the FedEx Cup, three top 10s in majors. He's averaging more than five birdies and eagles per rounds in over his last 20 rounds right now, which is just unbelievable. And uh, just under, besides uh, Bryson DeChambeau, he's second in scoring so far through the playoffs, 42 under par through the first three events. You know what's amazing? We were just talking about this. Um, Bubba Watson won three times this year. He's made $5.6 million. Tony hasn't won at all, but he's got 11 top tens um, and three seconds. He's won 5.4. Just 200000 behind him. That's yeah. a pretty consistent year without the yep. Ws, no yep. doubt about it. Boyd Summerhays, Tony's coach, joins us next. Stay tuned. Last year, Callaway's transformative jailbreak technology created an epic shift in ball speed and performance. In fact, it made them the number one driver in golf. Now it's the fairway woods turn. That's right, the new Rogue Fairway is the world's first fairway wood with jailbreak technology. 
Let me say that again. Callaway has put jailbreak bars into a fairway wood. We're talking about game-changing ball speed here. And, of course, every rogue fairway comes equipped with Callaway's legendary 360 face cups. When you put these two things together, which is crazy when you think about it, you get the most powerful fairway wood Callaway has ever created. You'll immediately see a difference in distance and ball speed. But stay humble and let your buddies ask, how the heck did you get there in two? Did you just outdrive me with a three wood? And you could just nod and say, yep, I went rogue. Get the details on the new Rogue Fairway at CallawayGolf.com. It's time to go rogue with Callaway, the number one fairway woods in golf. At the first tee, oh, oops. it's the little things in life we pick up. Hey, thank you. That make for a successful future. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks. Oh, you dropped this. Because little things can carry a big impact both on and off the course. Hey, thanks. To learn more, visit thefirstd.org. Callaway Golf has been the fastest growing golf ball brand since 2013, and the ChromeSoft golf ball has been a major part of that. ChromeSoft is extremely fast, incredibly soft, and unbelievably easy to control which is why Phil Mickelson, Patrick Reed, and Jim Furyk have changed to Chrome Soft. You have to be willing to change to get better. Chrome Soft and the new Chrome Soft X are in stores now. See what they can do at CallawayGolf.com. Chrome Soft, it's the ball that changed the ball. Your hands, with the grip, they form the connection between you and your club. In a game where feel is so important to playing your very best, great shots begin with a great grip. For every golfer who wants to play better, there's a Lampkin grip. The difference between tour pros and regular golfers is, well, pretty much everything. But when it comes to putting, the best players in the world generate top spin at impact. Most of us do not. The new O-Works Microhinge insert from Odyssey dramatically generates top spin at impact regardless of the putting stroke. Top spin is what gets the ball rolling on its intended line. The Microhinge insert is a new way to roll. The new O-Works Microhinge insert from Odyssey is in stores now. Go to odysseygolf.com to learn more. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Hi, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Just a reminder our website is realgolfradio.com, and you can also hit us up on Twitter at realgolf. It's pretty easy. You can listen to any of the interviews or the show in its entirety. On our website or our Twitter feed, at Real Golf, and uh, all of our stuff stored there on SoundCloud, so make it really easy for you. Tony Finau just joined us. If you missed that interview, you definitely want to check it out. He's such a good and humble guy, and yet he's such a killer player. Yep. Um, just has so many weapons in the bag, and we watched him hit golf shots, and it's part of the clinic, and his coach, Boyd Summerhays, is the one that was conducting it, and he did a good job of he giving did a great job. Zach Johnson a bad time yep. about not being able to hit it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> And you know what's funny is for the guy that quote unquote doesn't hit it anywhere, he still was. And again, it's it's at four thousand feet here in Utah, yeah. but he was still hitting at almost three hundred yards. Yeah, out there, right? Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. No. In fact, I think he hit it over three hundred yards. Yeah, he did. Yeah. So not too bad. 
Uh, Boyd Summerhays, though, um, just is a has a great approach. We've had him on the show many, many times, and just a really great approach, I think, to teaching and uh, philosophy. He's fast, fast gaining a notoriety with what he's been able to do with Tony and a lot of the guys that that are under his tutelage. No doubt about it. And we caught up with him. So Tony finishes the Monday finish at yep. the BMW at Aronomic, Yep. flies across the country, posts his thanks for uh, picking me on the team cap uh, from the airplane, mm-hmm. lands just in time to head over to uh, the, the convention center where he was hosting his luau that night. Right. And then surprised everybody by performing. Mm-hmm some traditional Polynesian dances mm-hmm. and things like that with his family. So his kids, his wife, his sisters, sisters-in-law, his father-in-law, they were all up there. Yep. Guys were just, I mean, it was a great show. Yeah. It was a Polynesian Culture Center type performance right. for his fans. And there he is after a long day up there, you know, dancing and having a good time. And just, man, it was so cool and raising money and lots of people that were there, celebrities and, and just folks that love Tony and support his foundation. Well, while this was uh, wrapping up, I had a chance to catch up with Boyd Summerhays his coach, as I mentioned, and talk to him about uh, the news of, of making the Ryder Cup team and this journey that got him there along with Tony Fino. Here it is. All right, we're here at the Tony Fino Foundation celebration here, and uh, what a big day. Boyd Summerhays, who coaches Tony, is kind enough to spend a couple of minutes with us. So you're out in, the, you're out in uh, Philadelphia at Aronimic. It goes extra days, playing in the sloggy rain, jump on a jet, get the Ryder Cup call, come back here to Utah and then fire dance and do all the stuff on stage. I mean, pretty incredible day for Tony Fino. What's it been like for you to, to witness this day? Yeah, it's an incredible day. I mean, just to have the timing of it, right? He comes here and he's able to celebrate with his family and friends and people that have supported the foundation, be able to let them know. I mean, he's obviously the per- first Polynesian to ever play on the Ryder Cup. It's an incredible feat. And, uh, you know, it's been an amazing year. And to cap it off like this is something special. And we still got one more week to go. Tour Championship, we're looking at taking that uh, FedEx Cup. Yeah, it's down to 30. He sits in third place, 15th in the world. I mean, this he's playing some incredible golf. Boyd, you've seen him play for a long time. I mean, we watched him as a kid, you know, coming to the range and playing and, and working and growing up under, you know, really not the normal PGA Tour type conditions. Are you surprised at all that he's gotten this far? To be honest, and I'm not just saying this, I was even quoted last year as saying, I feel like Tony's going to be one of the best players in the world within a reasonable amount of time. He was at 85th ranked in the world at that time. When I first met him at Davis Park to teach him, I'd played with him before, but as a coach, I told anybody that would listen, especially my wife and those close to me, he can be the best player in the world. And that was before he was he even got to the PGA Tour. That was on the web.com. And uh, he just has the, he has the mind, he has the power, he has the length, and he's developing a great short game, which has made him I mean, pretty hard to not be in contention with a, a well-rounded game that he has now. It's interesting. One of the things that uh, one of my European counterparts uh, threw at me the other day was, that they wondered if he was, because he's known as such a nice guy, does he have the mean streak in him necessary to go out there and win? And I thought, what a funny question to ask. Like, the guy's too nice now? Uh, How would you respond to that question? No, that's crazy. I mean, I think what comes off is a humble person that is well-balanced and he's faith-based, he's all about his family, and he, he feels like he has a bigger purpose than golf. So he takes how he acts on a golf course seriously, but anyone that knows him well, he is... He has a killer instinct. You can't you can't do what he's done and come from where he's come from, um, from Rose Park and fought his way up through the junior ranks and have played seven years of pro golf even to get to the web.com and not have that inner belief and that inner toughness. And anyone that's played against him in money games and for fun, no, he's pretty nasty. You know, I've had plenty of clubs drop my backstroke <laughs> when we have matches together. So 
you know, he he's just going to keep getting better and better, and don't let the uh, the kind of person he is fool you. He's just as competitive as the next guy. Did you guys have any insight that uh, he was he was picked? Was this did he did he feel like this was going to happen, or had Captain Furyk talked to him, or was he waiting for the call like everyone else? Oh, he was waiting for the call. I think he felt confident that he'd done enough to make it a really tough decision for Jim not to take him. That was the whole goal. Mm-hmm. We felt like even going in the playoffs, he'd done a lot to make it very appealing to coach, to, you know, or the Captain Furyk to take him. And just each week, we just tried to keep on getting in contention to win. And right now, he's in a great spot where he's focused to win tournaments. So he's able to kind of just focus through all the, you know, the pressure, what you would call pressure, or the the situation of the Ryder Cup so well. Because I think genuinely, he felt like. If I get picked, I get picked, and he'd be grateful. But he felt like he'd done a lot to make it really difficult on Jim, and I think he admitted it so. Today he had a great quote just saying, Tony made it impossible for me not to take him. I thought that was pretty cool of Jim to say. Yeah, really cool. Uh, you know, one of the, A lot of people say, hey, Xander answered the bell. If he were to have gone on and win, it's, you know, it's pretty impressive that he answered the bell. But it feels to me like Tony's answered the bell every single week for the last about six weeks. Yeah, I mean, Xander is one of Tony's best friends out on tour. He is a great player and a great guy, great family really cool caddy and we play a lot of practice rounds with them throughout the season he was quoted early in the week as saying hey even if i win i think tony you know still deserves to go and i think he was just being honest you know i think if tony would have played really bad this week and xander would have won i think it would have put placed a little doubt in jim's mind but i truly believe that even if uh, xander would have won and tony takes the eighth place it's just hard to keep tony off he's 15th in the world um He's ranked higher than a lot of his teammates that have qualified off of points, and he's just played good all year, all year. So you know he's going to show up because he's showed up all year. Everybody knows him for his power game, but when you really watch him, I mean, he doesn't take a full, almost not even a full backswing. Is that something that you guys have worked on uh, over the last few years to even tighten up his game and and harness the power a little bit? And he's certainly far from just a a big hitter. Well, he's fortunate that he is already 6'4", has a lot of leverage. He swings the club fast, so he doesn't have to swing it long to get his power. But uh, I think he's just matured as a player. I think he doesn't want to be known as a power player as all. He wants to be known as one of the greats, and he knows he's got to be well-rounded to do that. So I give him credit in that he's willing to. He's, yeah, he's obviously sacrificing 10 to 20 yards. He could hit it so much further, but he is incredibly accurate for the distance he hits it, and he has a great touch around the greens. And, you know, he's gone from 136 in putting last year to in the 70s now after this week. You know, in the first playoff event, he was strokes gained around the greens. He's just showing that he's got power and he's got hands, too. How would, how about this Ryder Cup course? Uh, how do you think it'll fit him? I think it'll fit him great. Every course fits him great. You know, he can putt and chip. He can keep it in play. He's got power and he's got nerves. You can't play good in the majors and in these situations in the playoffs without having good nerves, and I think that's what it takes. you got to be able to make the putts coming down the stretch to win in the Ryder Cup, and I think that's what has made his year this year is he's always believed he was a great putter he could make putts when they mattered but he's technically better he's making more putts when they matter and i think we're going to see that in the Ryder cup i know it's uh, certainly his goal to win a major championship win on the pga tour pile those things up but this was a big one for him to be able to play in a team event what do you think this will do for him and his confidence and sort of a boost going forward being a part of this group yeah each year he's just got more belief more confident in his game based on results you know, it's not just us saying, hey, Tony, you're really good. He's he's showing himself through results that he is a great player, one of the best in the world. And I think that, obviously, he's going to learn things at the Ryder Cup. He's going to feel things, and he's going to experience things, and the atmosphere is going to make him a better player. He's going to leave a better player. No matter what happens, he's going to be a better player. He's going to be more confident. He's going to be around some of the greatest of all time, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, all these other players, um, you know, the Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas and he's moving himself into that company and getting himself a chance to learn from those guys and be around them and 
you know, Tony's going to be pretty pumped to play, so he'll be ready. And he's got a lot of respect from those guys already. I mean, you see Zach Johnson's here supporting his event, and, you know, obviously the guys uh, respect what his game and, and the person that he is. Yeah, they respect his game, and they respect the way he goes about it. He's humble. You know, he's not the one telling you how good he is. He's moved up to 15th in the world. You have to respect that he's a great player, one of the best in the world, but he's not the one saying that. And I think that's why people love him. They respect him because how can you not? He's got the game, but he's... He's very humble. I love that about him. What's the next step that he needs to take? And Eastlake obviously coming up. He's one of 30, and he's third right now on the list. So he wins. He wins the FedEx Cup and the $10 million and all that goes with that. What What is it that he needs to, to kind of climb over the edge and get that W? Well, I just think it's timing, too. You know, things have to align pretty good. Bryson played great and beat him in the first playoff event. Napa, same thing. You know, he's shot some great scores that normally could have a chance to win. So uh, one of our career goals is to play on multiple Ryder Cups win a FedEx Cup, win multiple majors. Um, he's got an exciting time right here where he's accomplishing a lot of his goals, and and he, he believes, and I believe he can be the best player in the world, and he keeps on cre- creeping up. You know, he's 15th in the world and, and climbing, and just exciting times for him. I'm proud of him and you know, feel blessed to just be around him and, and watch the journey from a, an up-close seat. Speaking of that up-close seat, uh, Boyd Summerhay is joining us right here, Tony's coach. What, do you, what about uh, Ryder Cup? What kind of uh, opportunity do you have as his coach to be in with the guys on the Ryder Cup team? Yeah, it'll be cool. I, I talked to a couple of the other coaches, you know, Phil Mickelson's coach, and they say you're inside the ropes during the practice round and doing what you would normally do in a tour event to get them ready. So I'm, I'm excited for the atmosphere, too. It's a cool day for him, his family, his team. You know, and uh, we're going to enjoy it. That would be a fun atmosphere. Boy, thanks so much for your time. It's, it's been fun to ca- catch up with you all year long, and certainly from uh, the, the, the sprained ankle at Augusta all the way here to the Ryder Cup pick. What a uh, historic and incredible year for Tony, and uh, well well done to you as well. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. That's uh, Boyd Summerhays, Tony's coach uh, at the foundation event uh, on Monday night. And I mentioned historic, and and I suppose not in the golf sense, but certainly for Tony and and his career, it's it's been big for him, and he's gotten a lot of attention, and uh, he he really burst onto the scene, making a hole in one in the par three at the Masters, and then yeah. ran down the the fairway, so to speak, if you will, and and turned around and and then rolled the ankle, and uh, talking to Boyd after during that time and yeah. that week, and here's the thing that was amazing about that is sitting there watching. And Boyd and Tony are working as if they're, I mean, they were like right in it. Like I assumed they were just out. Like, oh man, that's, that was a really bad break. Um, no pun intended. And we're not, uh, we're just going to just try to get through this. But they yeah. were actually trying to strategize on how they could keep Tony in the, in the tournament. Exactly. Even with the ankle injury. And sure enough, he goes out in top tens. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was uh, it was amazing to watch him play, and it seemed like he got better and better every day as far as being able his ability to walk. And that's not an easy golf course to no. walk. It's up and down hills, all the things that go along with that, and playing in the competition. It's uh, you know shooting 68 in the first round after rolling your ankle the day before a high ankle sprain, basically dislocating his ankle. Pretty crazy. But he's a lot more than that, as you heard there. It's pretty cool stuff. Zach Johnson was in attendance at that. We'll hear from him coming up on the back nine, hour number two. Caddy's over in France. We'll check in with him as well on the Ryder Cup course. Much more straight ahead right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. 
Call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. And the show each and every week brought to you by Callaway Golf, the number one irons, number one driver in golf. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. And, oh, by the way, if you haven't tried the Chrome Soft or Chrome Soft X with graphene, what are you waiting for? Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Coming up next week, it's week off uh, for the playoffs, and then they resume at the Tour Championship. 30 players made it in, as we mentioned. Jordan Spieth not uh, going to be there for the first time in his career. Xander Schauffele played his way in, though. Good for yes, him. Yes, he did. Continues to be a solid so player. So did Keegan Bradley. Keegan played his way in. I'll jump to number six. Top five guys. You heard Tony mention yep. it in our interview. Control their own destiny. They got a chance to go out, win the Tour Championship, and claim the FedEx Cup. That's correct. Let's take a look at those top five guys. Okay. Bryson DeChambeau is the first guy. Uh, of course, if he wins, he wins it all. Um, he has a reasonable chance of winning with a top six finish. 
and he um, mathematically, if he finishes tied for 29th, he still has a chance of winning. And if anyone knows the mathematical formula for that, it will be Bryson. <laughs> Justin Rose uh, needs a top three finish um, to have a chance to win, a reasonable chance, and uh, ninth mathematically. Tony Finau, um, a tied for second finish, has a reasonable chance, or if he wins, of course. And then uh, a two-way tied for third still has a chance, mathematically. Dustin Johnson, uh, tied, uh, a second-place finish also, and a three-way tie for second to have a mathematical chance. And then uh, Justin Thomas, number five, he can finish as low as a two-way tie for second and still have a mathematical chance of winning. And he would have to have, a for a reasonable chance, he'd have to finish in second place also. All right, solo so, second. And, of course, all five of those, should they go on to win, also win the $10 million in the FedEx Cup. So you got uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Justin Rose, Tony Finau, Dustin Johnson, and Justin Thomas are the top five heading into the Tour Championship. So uh, there there still is an opportunity for those other guys, Keegan Bradley at six, Brooks Koepke at seven, you know, but a lot of other things have to happen, and that's not the situation you want to be in. So, but hey. Go out and win. See what happens, right? Absolutely. Stay tuned. The Back Nine, hour number two, continues next. USA Radio News. A lot of down power lines, a lot of poles bent over. James Witherspoon is a first responder in Wilmington, North Carolina, where a mother and an infant were killed when a tree fell onto their home. Tropical Storm Florence is now pounding the South Carolina coastline with rain. Here's more from meteorologist Karen McGinnis. Still an excessive rainfall outlook, meaning there is the potential for more flooding. How can there be more? The ground is saturated. Those trees are going to come down. The ground just can't hold those roots anymore. The rivers can't hold the water anymore. They'll be spilling out for days and days to come. So this is a long-haul event. And now we have the potential for severe weather with the possibility of tornadoes. Florence is being blamed for at least seven deaths. You're listening to USA Radio News. Do you want a more honest media? Hello. My name is Robert Farrell, and I've grown tired of shadow banning, censorship, and one-sided reporting from today's news and social media companies. That's why my team created RightToVoice.com. We don't push aside. That's right, the number two, and voice. We don't push aside. We include all the sides so you can make a choice in what you read and say and what appears on your wall. And we respect your privacy and don't sell your data. RightToVoice.com. It's the only place where you'll get all the news. It's usually one click to join, so check us out today. RightToVoice.com. We don't push aside. That's right, the number two, and voice. We don't push aside. We include all the sides so you can make a choice in what you read and say and what appears on your wall. And we respect your privacy and don't sell your data. RightToVoice.com. NTSB investigators are looking to find a cause for a series of gas explosions north of Boston that left one dead and 25 injured. Authorities say that as many as 8,000 people in Lawrence and over in North Andover were displaced. 
Many still have not yet been allowed back home. Columbia Gas Representative Stephen Bryant said they have to shut off gas to all possible affected buildings before electricity can be turned back on. We need to get access to each building. I expect that by Saturday or Sunday we will have covered all 8,000 customers. Evelyn Gonzalez, who was recognized by President Trump at the State of the Union address in his campaign against deadly MS-13 gang violence, was struck by an SUV and killed at her slain daughter's memorial service on Long Island in New York. The driver remained at the scene. The president tweeted his thoughts and prayers are with the family. This is USA Radio News. In theaters now, Unbroken, Path to Redemption. Witness the next chapter. I just thought I'd be able to forget everything. You need help. Of the unbelievable true story. Tonight, there's a drowning man just looking for some type of hope for the future. But there's a lifeline. Just reach out. Unbroken, Path to Redemption, rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. For theaters and tickets, go to unbrokenfilm.com. Paul Manafort pleads guilty to two federal crimes and agrees to cooperate with prosecutors. A dramatic turnaround for the former Trump campaign chairman, who now becomes a powerful asset for special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation. Manafort's attorney, Kevin Downing. A tough day for Mr. Manafort, but he's accepted responsibility. And uh, he wanted to make sure that his family was able to remain safe and uh, live a good life. Manafort becomes the fifth associate of President Trump's to plead guilty in connection to the special counsel's probe, which is examining, among other things, any potential coordination between Russia and the Trump campaign. CNN reports he also admits to all the other crimes Mueller accused him of since last October, from money laundering and bank fraud to foreign lobbying violations related to his work for pro-Russian Ukrainians. Those charges will be dropped if he completely complies with the cooperation agreement. Following his decisive win over sex in the city actress Cynthia Nixon Thursday in the New York Democratic primary, Governor Andrew Cuomo says voters renominated him because they've benefited from his work. And you know what we have done in New York? We have provided real solutions in their lives. Actual results for people. California Governor Jerry Brown wants to develop a satellite to help battle climate change. He's announced a state initiative to develop a satellite that can track climate pollutants with greater precision and other climate pollutants that linger in the atmosphere, trapping in heat and warming the Earth's surface. For USA Radio News, I'm Rick Vincent. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a Toco plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call Toco at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit tocowarranty.com for complete terms and conditions.
the second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle, make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper, and that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. Well, thank you very much, announcer man. Welcome back in. It's hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. And, of course, uh, Bob's dad, Billy Casper, the 1979 captain of the U.S. Ryder Cup team and also the winningest, having played on eight consecutive teams, winningest player of all time in U.S. Ryder Cup history. 22 and a half points. 22 and a half points. Phil back Mickelson is uh, chasing 21 them down. 21 and a half. Yep. This will be his, Phil's 12th Ryder Cup team. My dad did it in seven. Uh, and when my dad played on the Ryder Cup team, you had to qualify on points playing in the Ryder Cup team to, to get on the Ryder Cup team. No captain's picks. So you're saying these points shouldn't count against your dad's record? No, no. I think my dad would be... This is, you're saying, Bob Casper's saying no, Phil Mickelson's points no. this time are going to be bogus. No, I think my dad, my dad would be pleased that somebody passed him. As far as Ryder Cup is Especially concerned. Especially a fellow San Diegan. Especially a fellow San Diegan. Even though we claim him as a Utah. Yeah. Yep. Your dad speaking, not yes. Phil. Yeah. But Phil did marry a Utah. Yes, he so did. So there is sort of that going on, right? <laughs> Some weird synergies there, Bob. Yeah. Something Pretty about interesting. marrying the, San Diego and Utah and yeah. Ryder Cup uh, success. Yeah. It all the works. last time my dad made the Ryder Cup team, he won the Western Open in Chicago. I was there at the event with him. He won the Western Open to make it onto the team that year. Needed to get the W. Yep. Boom. And he did it. Got it. Got it. And back then too, you didn't. It's just only top ten. Yes. Only top tens got points. Yeah. So you basically you and it was top ten. In only the top ten. Period. Not only top, top 10, ten Americans. No. If if uh, there were Europeans or people from other countries or whatever that played in the tournament and they finished in the top ten, those points didn't trickle down to the top ten players. Right. It Americans, was only yeah. top ten. Yeah. In the event. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Yeah. Of course, there were probably fewer international players at the time yeah. competing week But there in were guys out. like Bob Charles and yeah, some, of the, some of the other guys that played at that time, too. Well, the Ryder Cup is by far and away our favorite event. Um, it's uh, so exciting. Coming up in two weeks' time. Tour Championship next week. Lots to talk about. Stay tuned. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. Four. We're seeing something... Uh, 
Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it? Or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding a light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. When Callaway first equipped their drivers with jailbreak technology, they completely changed the game. A new bar for ball speed had been set, and golfers everywhere started to take notice. So what, you think they were just going to call it a day? Not a chance. Nope, they took their most epic technology and went rogue. The new rogue driver has taken jailbreak distance and made it more forgiving than ever. The new jailbreak bars are lighter and stronger, which allows rogue to redistribute its weight throughout the head. When you have a reshaped, more forgiving head, well, you get more forgiveness. Forgiveness you didn't even think was possible out of a driver that fast. No more playing it safe, folks. Tight fairway? Bomb it anyway. Water in play? Clear it. That's the power of the jailbreak effect. And that's why Callaway is the number one driver in golf. You're either playing it or you're leaving yards on the table. Go rogue with Callaway. Get the details now at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one driver in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. Hey, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, celebrating all things uh, Ryder Cup. Tony Finau making the team. Good friend of ours. Spent some time out at his foundation event this week and uh just really excited for him you're gonna hear from zach johnson who was in town for that event he's also a vice captain and has been on five Ryder cup teams you'll hear from him on his thoughts on tony his thoughts on uh, the team and uh, going into france trying to get the first w on foreign soil since 1993 hey what does it take to go rogue well you got to leave conventional thinking behind and create your own breakthroughs that's what callaway did with the rogue driver experience the power of jailbreak technology and the rogue driver at your golf retailer or visit callawaygolf.com bob and i have uh, had some great success with our rogue drivers this year good driver i actually advanced in a long drive contest with the rogue driver. Yes, you did. Ha! If that's not proof enough, <laughs> I don't know what is. That even Brian. Even this guy can hit it long with the rogue. That's funny. Yeah. It is kind of funny. Yeah, it's good. It was, it was good. All right, so here's the headlines. Here's what you need to know. Keegan Bradley won the BMW Championship last week for the first time in six years. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I thought that was such a fun win. Just like a little kid at Christmas time, he was so excited to be able to get back in the winner's circle and really played his heart out. And for, like I said, first time in six years. Johnny Miller on the broadcast choked up on that one. He, I think there's a guy that just recognizes – what it feels like to having won and been sort of at the top of your game and then struggle, and especially with the putter, and then be able to finally come back and overcome and get another win. I just He was so happy, and, and I, it was just a cool win to watch. Yeah, yeah. 
Justin Rose uh, lost in the playoff to Keegan Bradley, but he moved up to number one in the world. Uh, I, I thought, you know, that was a pretty pretty bad effort. He flew the green into the grandstands basically on his approach shot, so he was must have been amped up. Right. And then uh, tried to putt it through the, the 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 grass and the fringe onto the green, and the, it was all wet and just left it about six, seven feet short and then missed that putt, mm. leaving, it, leaving room for Keegan to just tap in and... And it was over. But, yeah. Uh, the but, tour, he, yeah. but he made bogey on he made bogey on the final hole of the tournament too. So did Keegan. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, tour championship comes up next week. Players uh, playing in the playoffs, getting a week off this week. So a little bit of a break. Catch your breath. Come back. Tour championship, and then several of them moving on to the Ryder Cup. The interesting thing is uh, of the players on the U.S. Ryder Cup team, only one player out is Jordan Spieth. Of the players playing Crazy. on the European Ryder Cup team, only six players playing in the Tour Championship next week. The other six players um, will be in Europe getting ready. So they got that going for them? Yeah. Or they don't I have guess. that going for them? I don't know. Hmm. All right. Uh, you mentioned Jordan missing out. Tiger mm-hmm. keeps putting himself in the mix, Bob. He does. Uh, boy, he does. He, he finished good. tied for six last week. He played well again last week. He, he did. just hit some great shots. He was actually making some putts with the old Cameron. Mm-hmm. He, you know, just isn't, hasn't quite put it all together yet. Yep. But what, what's your thoughts? I mean, he's going to East Lakes down to 30 guys. Yep. He's won on this golf course before. Yeah, he's going to East Lake. Um, what, he's number 11? Number 11? Yeah. Just consider that, Bob. The <laughs> fact that he qualified. <clears throat> If After you were, being 1,100 in the world. If you were to just throw this, let's just, so for giggles, you throw it out there a year ago. Yep. As soon as the tour championship wraps up last year. And you say, okay, I got one for you, Bob. Jordan Spieth or Tiger Woods? I'm going to, you got to pick one of those guys. Which one makes it to the tour championship next year? <laughs> you know, you're saying Jordan Spieth. Not a even a ago. discussion, right? Not you're even a discussion. Like, you're, yep. just, you're scoffing at that kind of question. Yep. Yep. And yet Jordan misses and Tiger's in? Tiger Tiger's at 20. At 20. There you Sorry, go. 20. He went up, moved up five spots last week. But he finishes in the top 20 in the FedEx Cup. Yep. As you said, coming from nowhere. Coming no from points, nowhere. nothing. Nothing. And he climbs up to, what is he in the world right now? Um, world ranking. I mean, he's, is he top 20 in the on. world? Hold on, let me see. I know he's top 50. He's 21st in the world 21st, right now. 21st, there you go. So he he went from 1100 in the world last year before he played in the Hero World Challenge. He was let, like 1088, I think. And now he's played himself to 20 21st in the world rankings. So as Tiger said a few weeks ago, 21. I'm trending. Yeah, you think? You think you're trending? And what did he finish? 13th on the Ryder Cup list? 12th or 13th on the Ryder Cup points list? Um, you know, when it was all yeah, said and done. So, yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. So, Tiger, you're talking about his consistency and, and getting good scores in. He started with 62. Um, unfortunately, didn't play as well on on Friday. Shot 70. And then came back with 66 and 65 on the weekend. 131. That's pretty good. That's really good. Yeah. Really good. You yeah. know, and again... Controlling the spin. I mean, he's hitting golf shots, yes. you know. Yeah. And and, and I, I keep going back to this because when you when you think about Tiger, the biggest question is 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 this guy even going to be able to walk again? Is his back going to allow him to physically walk? 
yeah. let alone swing a golf club. Right. Okay, let's th- then let's first that's the first massive hurdle by the way is right. to get over that. Right. So he does. Now, let's forget about the whole back and everything. Let's go back to what we saw of Tiger Woods the last time he competed on the PGA Tour. Guy had the freaking shanks. He couldn't chip worth a darn. He yep. was I mean, he was all over the place. He was hiring swing coaches no one's ever heard of. He's messing around with all kinds of stuff. He was he, he was hitting four irons from 10 feet off the green cuz he was afraid to try to hit a lofted club. Right. I mean, Surely this guy, even if he gets over the back, he guy doesn't have a golf swing. Yeah. Okay. And it was because of the back, he said later on, that he had the problems with his chipping and his pitching of the ball because it hurt him so much to to bend over and uh, and pitch the ball. Well... Remarkably, and quite remarkably, this yep. season he has not only found the physical health right. to be able to get out there and walk a golf course and play a golf course, but also the physical health combined with a game mm-hmm. to be able to compete with the best players in the world week in and week out, and in fact continues to trend, as we just mentioned earlier. And I, you, First you, of all, he's pain-free. He's, you he's told a, us yeah. that he's pain-free. You referenced a poll of PGA Tour players, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. what is it? Was it almost unanimous that they feel like he's going to win again on the PGA well, Tour? Well, okay. So they re- um, they did a golf golf.com did a survey. They pulled 59 players at the PGA Championship and the Wyndham Championship. Of that group, 98% expect Wood Tiger Woods to win again on the PGA Tour and 90% expect him to win a 15th major. I mean, a year ago, it was 66% would expect him to win, and 16% would expect him or predict him to win a major. I can't believe 16%. What's 16% of 60? That's, yeah. uh, what, 10 guys or yeah. so? Yeah. 10 guys out of the Plus, 60 yeah. said they probably, been... yeah. Pretty crazy. But now you're now you're looking at 90, at 98 and 90. Expect him. I was count me in one as one who said it was done. Put a fork in it. This guy is not a chance. It's not happening. Yep. And I've I've changed my mind. Yeah. Now he still hasn't done it. But, but the thing the, he certainly changed the conversation. The thing he talked about this year was he didn't know what his practice regimen was going to be. He knows what he needs to do to practice to get ready because he's done it for so many years. Now that he's gone through a year. Now he can settle into his practice regime that that will help him to function even better as a player. Um, be able to set his schedule, be able to um, understand how to get to get ready because he knows how to get ready for major championships and stuff like that. Now it's now it's almost like he's pretty close to his old self, and going into next year, I think it's going to be even that much better. Well, we hope so. I, I mean, hope so. You, you certainly have to throw the asterisk if he can stay healthy, right? Yeah. So uh, hopefully he can yeah. do that. Remember, this is a guy that has uh, had more than just back issues. Right. Achilles, yep. knees, Yep. Uh, you know, all kinds of challenges. So here's hoping, right? Here's yep. hoping because uh, it's sure been fun to watch this comeback. Pretty amazing stuff. We'll take a short break. We'll come back. We're heading over to France to catch up with the caddy coming up next. And then Zach Johnson still to join us. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio.
Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. The segment brought to you by Odyssey Golf, the number one putter in golf when it comes to major championships, PGA Tour events, WGC events, and more and more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check it out at Odyssey Golf. Dot com And uh, we thank you for being with us as we look forward to next week's Tour Championship, followed up by the Ryder Cup in France, 
And hopefully, with any luck, we'll get a hold of the caddy over in France. Yes. I wonder how he's hanging in there. He just flew over on Thursday. Mm-hmm. It was an eight-hour time difference from uh, his original destination mm-hmm. to his or his origin to his destination. Right. So we'll see how he's feeling. I think it'd be fine. I did see some of the pictures that you mentioned of he's the golf the course. And that first tee, the bleachers. It's like. It's like an NFL stadium. It is. It's pretty awesome. The first tee at the Ryder Cup is. It's awesome, it's isn't just it? Just one of those things that is just man, it'll just give you goosebumps. We were at Medina. That was pretty sweet. Stand up there on the top. The was, media. Well, it was section. much better than uh, Oakland Hills when we yeah. were there. Yeah. Because it was all ole ole ole. Yeah. Because we just got worked. Yep. Whoa. Caddy's joining us right now. Uh, we'll. Uh, oh, we got to play the caddy open. Sorry. Hit it, Dave. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Baby. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The caddy on Real Golf Radio. Now, we've only been doing it this way for about, uh, I don't know, 20 years. But <laughs> hey, caddy joins us right now on uh, live from France. Caddy, good morning, however they say that in Bonjour. France. Bonjour. Bonjour, mon ami. <laughs> Why, you sound quite chipper. <laughs> I don't know that that's French, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a really short interview if that's all we're going to do. <laughs> so how's it going over there? You know, you need different accents when you're in Europe, my friend. You need to have very multilingual things going on, okay? <laughs> sometimes it's Spanish. Sometimes it's French. Sometimes it's Italian. Many different people. <laughs> well, nobody to give us more insights on the Ryder Cup than Mr. Ryder Cup himself, Sevi Ballesteros. Well, we are just on the back of the sixth screen, and here comes another airplane. We're on the back of the six. This is, by by the way, one of the busiest small aircraft airports in Europe, I believe, and it's proving it out. So interesting. Yeah, back of the six green, Le Golf National. Give us your initial thoughts as you walked out on the golf course. I know you've seen a lot of data on the course. You've seen pictures. You knew the layout, but when you set your eyes on it, give me your initial impressions of the golf course. Well. The fairways are half the width of the last two years' U.S. Open fairways. Whoa. Well, last two years is a little unique. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, uh, there's a lot of 24, 26 numbers, Bob, if you can believe it. Wow. Yeah. So uh, here I'll read right now. On the, on the fifth hole, let's read the fairway width. 26, 22, 14 yards at 300. 13 yards at 325. 19 yards at 350. So your driving area here is about 22 yards wide. Interesting. That's like super narrow. Like this, the, the narrowest U.S. Open fairway is like 28, right? <laughs> or 26, maybe. So yeah. that's one thing. So, yeah, basically what we've done, um, I believe we've completely eliminated the United States driver. Well, you know, it's in- not, not it- completely, but you know, mostly. It's interesting. We talked with uh, Tony Finau this week. We were here for um, 
his foundation tournament here in Utah. And he said when he went over there and played in July with Jim Furyk and some of the other guys that were in potentials for the Ryder Cup team, said he hit a lot of three irons, but he hit four, like four, four or five drivers each day um, on the golf course. But he said if the wind does not blow, he can uh, he can potentially hit as many as eight. Yeah, there's uh, so so. Here's the next thing. So there's there's an offset of let's call it. There's first cut of rough, which is the collar, right? The first step or two off the fairway, and then there's the the main rough, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's the real thick stuff. So let's call the main rough rough two and the thick stuff rough three, like DEFCON two and DEFCON three. So although that would go backwards anyway, I apologize to all of you from back to the future. So anyway, um, the drivable and playable area includes the fairway and that first offset of kind of a normal rough, right? Right. That offset's running between 7 and 10 yards. So, I mean, I'm, I'm standing here in some stuff that I know our strong guys can hit it out of here and hit it on the green, right? Um, if they've driven it far enough to where they're hitting, you know, eight, 8 iron or less, they can hit it out of here and probably get it on or near the green. So they are very tight fairways, and there's no question you're not going to get the ball anywhere near the hole if you're in this rough. But you're not going to hack out sideways until you get to the next stuff, and then you're going to be hacking out sideways. Yeah. So I, th- I think it's a really cool strategy, in my opinion, for the European team, in that it definitely favors a Francisco Molinari. No question. A uh, guy who hits it right down the middle all the time can still hit a driver because he hits it so straight. Um, but even even that guy's going to be restricted a little bit. Uh, it'll Because this rough's cut enough to where it's not unplayable, my guess is it's to entice the longer guys to take a little more club than they should off the tee. So you're definitely going to have to figure out a good game plan if you're a Tony Finau or Justin Johnson or most of the guys on our team who can really rock it. Uh, Justin Thomas, I believe, had seven drivers the entire week of the French Open. Hmm. Total. Interesting. Anyway, that's good. Would you like that in French? No, uh, thanks. No, no, that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Guess we just shut that down. <laughs> How are the green speeds? What are you, what are you seeing on that? Because uh, typically we'll see some slower green speeds over there. The greens look beautiful. Uh, I have not rolled balls on them yet, so I don't I don't know. And you know, it's it's hard to say. I mean, we're two weeks before tournament, and they could be anything they want them to be. Yeah. <laughs> so, so who knows? <laughs> but the greens look good. The course is in pretty darn good shape. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the conditions out here. It's beautiful. So are you ch- are you charting the course now, or are you just uh, refining what you've already done? So we're refining. We uh, we've actually made a couple different visits, do a couple different things, and now I'm here to ruin everything. So um, basically, I'm just polishing things up and tweaking things, and kind of I'm trying to do a whole bunch of the stuff that the caddies would do normally Monday and Tuesday, so they don't have to. Yeah. Or it's just right there, and they can just walk by and go, oh, okay, I got that. So I'm just trying to make everybody's life easy. And greens, books, and everything? Oh, yeah. it's uh, This is like the full metal jacket of everything you can imagine. 
Are you going to be sharing that with the European team caddies as well as the American team caddies? Next question, please. <laughs> I'm sure the European side has a uh, a caddy like we have a caddy. They they are very capable. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So he's working for our side. Okay, all right. Just wanted to clarify because I didn't, you know, <laughs> wanted to confirm it All right. Well, what can you tell us? You, you had a sit-down conversation with the captain uh, a while back. I think it was what right. around U.S. Open time. What can you tell us now? Now that this, now that we're here, what can you share with us? Well, I, I can share that you just don't have the proper security clearance for the conversation. <laughs> uh huh. Your thoughts on Tony Finau being the final captain's pick? You know what happened last night? I went down to the bar, and I never go to a bar. But, you know, I'm in the hotel. I'm all by myself. There's, I don't know what the heck's going on here. And there's this really mysterious-looking French woman, woman at the end of the bar. So I kind of, after a while, I kind of walked over to her, and I said, excuse me, but is it true that when you say no, you really mean yes? And she looked at me for about 10 seconds and then just said, no. <laughs> I wasn't sure we were going to make it through that one. I wasn't either. Caddy walks well, into a bar. So I don't know fun. that that ever ends so well fun. when you start off with that. Come on, in France you got to use that one. I never pull that one out. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. So back to golf. Tony Finau, you like that pick? I do. I think um, if Sander had won, it would have made things more interesting. Um, you know, both, both guys are great picks. Tony's played consistently. He's been there a lot lately, and I think the uh, – Birdie, birdie explosion at the PGA didn't hurt any either in front of Captain Jim, right? Yeah. So, uh, and I think he, you know, he did well at Aronimink there, off not a great start, and then he ended up doing pretty well. And, yeah, I think he's a great pick for the team. I don't know him at all. He seems like the kind of guy who would have a great personality for the team, just looking from the outside. Well, he is, and if you had been hanging out with us, um, you could have spent some time with him. But you're goofing off over there in France, so what can I say? Uh, I was going to say something in French, but there are some of our listeners who may have an understand it's all past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, hold the French. <laughs> yes. Yeah, all right. Hey, Caddy, enjoy it over there, man. We appreciate you checking in with us, and uh, we'll look forward to visiting with you again next week for our full preview. Thanks, gentlemen. All right, there you go. It's Caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio, live from Le Golf National in France. Is that yeah. what the golf course Le is? Le Golf National, yep, in France. So the National Golf Course of France? Yes. Okay. In Paris. In Paris. Yep. National Golf Course of France in Paris. That's a lot. Did they put that all on a golf ball? Um. Yeah. Like a logo ball? Yeah. You're going to get all that in it there? It wraps all the way around uh, and starts to underline the second. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And we got up with Zach Johnson of the Tony Fino event. He's a vice captain, former Ryder Cupper, good friend of Tony's. You'll hear him next. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. 
I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. We're seeing something... uh... Something is getting closer. Holy. And that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. You can tell a lot about a golfer by the way he sets his hands on the club. Is he squeezing the life out of it? Or is it like he's cradling a newborn baby? Holding it light so he can feel the club head eliminates tension, increases swing speed, and improves accuracy. These are the things our grips promote. Because the secret to golf isn't how you put your hands on the club, it's the way you put your hands on a wind grip. Win, play your best golf. When Callaway first equipped their drivers with jailbreak technology, they completely changed the game. A new bar for ball speed had been set, and golfers everywhere started to take notice. So what, you think they were just going to call it a day? Not a chance. Nope, they took their most epic technology and went rogue. The new rogue driver has taken jailbreak distance and made it more forgiving than ever. The new jailbreak bars are lighter and stronger, which allows rogue to redistribute its weight throughout the head. When you have a reshaped, more forgiving head, well, you get more forgiveness. Forgiveness you didn't even think was possible out of a driver that fast. No more playing it safe, folks. Tight fairway? Bomb it anyway. Water in play? Clear it. That's the power of the jailbreak effect. And that's why Callaway is the number one driver in golf. You're either playing it or you're leaving yards on the table. Go rogue with Callaway. Get the details now at CallawayGolf.com. Callaway, the number one driver in golf. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle at realgolf. Let us know what you think and join the conversation at realgolf on Twitter where you can listen to any of our segments or shows, interviews, what have you, at your convenience via SoundCloud. Uh, pretty cool stuff and certainly welcome you to, to join us there and appreciate you accessing the show however you choose to do so. As we mentioned, we had a chance to visit with Zach Johnson. You know, it, it was great that Zach came out here. Uh, he was first out on Monday, had yep. to finish things up in the rain, and then flies cross country with Tony. 
goes to his foundation event at the Luau that night, and mm-hmm. he I tried to visit with him that night for a little bit, and he was just wiped. I mean, he was just he had had it. It was right. after midnight Eastern time, and and uh, and so we caught up with him the next day and, and had a really good visit with him. But just really cool of him to come out and support Tony and his event, and and also just share some thoughts with us on uh, Tony making the Ryder Cup team as well as his thoughts being a captain on this team and more. Here he is, our conversation with Zach Johnson. Vice Captain Zach Johnson joining us uh, right here on Real Golf Radio. Looking forward to the upcoming Ryder Cup. First of all, Zach, uh, really cool of you to be here to support Tony's foundation, and uh, I know he's a, a friend of yours. And uh, what, what made the decision for you to come out here and be a part of this event? What made the decision? Well, it's one of those, uh, you know, when we when I ask guys to participate in mine, or obviously when I'm b- being asked, you, you just look at your calendar. You know, you try to figure out, hey, does it fit? And if it, if it does fit, it's worthy. I mean, you know, we the PGA Tour... Uh, the beauty of it is it's it's structured. A lot of people probably probably know this, but some may may not. It's structured around giving. You know, our Wednesday proams are the most important day of the week. Uh, with the title sponsor, with our TV negotiations contracts, it's all about a, it's a giving platform. And so you add that, and then you compound that with all of us guys that have our own foundations and charitable arms. It's even better. All that being said, when it comes to scheduling it, it's really hey, honey, I've been asked. She's like, okay, yeah, you're going. So I asked the wife. That's that's the truth answer, truthful answer. She's a scheduler. She and is one hundred percent. She knows her role. She does it really well, and I agree. Well, when you come to these events, though, I mean, everybody wants to come up, take a picture with you, just shake your hand. Does does it kind of get like? Is it going to become commonplace? You've been doing this for so long. Is it still pretty uh, amazing that people are you're so well received and and so liked? Well, you know, you, you bring up a good point. I, mean, I got to pinch myself every now and again. You know, it depends on the arena. It depends on you know where I'm going and what's actually taking place there. I mean, I, there's still certainly a level of anonymity to myself, um, fortunately, but in an in an atmosphere like this, there's not a whole lot of that, and that's okay. I mean, I understand that. I guess the moment it it doesn't happen, there's a problem. So, <laughs> yeah. um, the way I see it is, it's uh, it's very kind, it's very uh, gracious, and evidently they think what I do uh, and how I do it is kind of cool. And you know, when I have bad days, that's something I can just look at right there, <laughs> there because it's not a normal job. And uh, you know, I think the beauty of Tony and I is we understand that we're very, very, very blessed. We're like-minded yeah. in the sense that. You know what? Golf's given us so much. We gotta. It's not, and no one's above the game, as we all know. Uh, I think Billy Casper probably embody that uh, the most of anybody I've ever met. Um, nobody's above the game, and we know our place. So uh, utilize it for the better of others, betterment of others. You know, we've talked about this before, but you get to be in the locker with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at Augusta. Uh, my dad was a former Ryder Cup captain. Now you have the opportunity to be a vice captain. Mm-hmm. What does it? What it, What has it meant to you to play on Ryder Cup teams, and now to yeah. be part of the group that kind of orchestrates everything and is a, is a vice captain with uh, Captain Jim Furyk? Right. No. No. I appreciate you saying all that. I mean, it's it's something that um, you know, you'd ask me a decade ago, and I said you were probably crazy. But what does it mean to me? It. It. it you know, obviously majors are big. We all plan our schedules around major try to get tuned up for those and then when you're able to win one it's very special but i can honestly sit here and tell you that the uh one of the things i'm most proud of if, if that's the right word or that that i i would say is probably the biggest accomplishment and and um just overall 
highlight of my resume or career is the fact that I've been able to participate in five Ryder Cups, well, four Presidents Cups, and represent, yeah. you know, represent this great country, and being led by great captains and being a part of great teams. Um, th- those those weeks are ultra special. So, you know, obviously I want to play, and I th- I'm not gonna sit here and say it's gonna be easy, but I think I can right. play them more um, in the years to come. I'm still you know, a part of it. My game still feels like it, it can get better. Yeah. Uh, but if I can't, I am going to take the honor and the privilege and certainly the uh, responsibility of being a vice captain uh, wholeheartedly. I, I mean, I, I'm going to put everything into it. I know my role. I know what my job is supposed to be, and I'm going to do it. I mean, I've always said if you're a part of this team, you're always a part of the team. You may not be playing. You may not even be there. Yeah. But you're a part of that team because you've done it in the past. And, um that's the beauty of, of all these guys. I mean, we've all – there's a selfless kind of attitude, a selfless kind of mentality. Uh, but we all want them to play with their professional golf egos because that's what got them there, you know. Uh, but there, if you have that mindset as a team, we can do some pretty cool things. And we got a great leader in Captain Jim. I mean, he's been a player captain, as far as I can tell, for the last so many odd years anyway. He's tremendous. His wife, Tabitha, is tremendous. And so uh, I, hope, I hope there's many more opportunities to play. If not – I will be, to whatever capacity I can be a part of that team, I'll do it. I'll make the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. I don't care. <laughs> I love that. See, I was going to ask you because I'm sure you wanted to play. I mean, you would love to be playing and 100%. would be able to help the team this year. I have no, I'm confident about that. But uh, still, the attitude it sounds like is, hey, if I can be there, I'll be there in whatever I can be, whatever capacity. No question. No question. It's just, um, I mean, I'm a big team sport guy. You know, I love, I love the camaraderie and what that entails uh, in all sports. And so when you take such a, I mean, for the most part, an individual game and throw it into a team, uh, you know, team atmosphere like that, a team room, team, just it's so special. So, um, you know, I'll take it and run with it. I mean, I'm I'm very honored. Um, That being said, that's, you know, being a vice captain, you know, I've got a lot of responsibility and, and, and talking to Tiger, who was one two years ago. He says it's pretty difficult and I'm starting to see why, uh, but I love it. I mean, I, it's a challenge, uh, I think one of the coolest things and certainly one of the things that calms me down is the fact that we've got 12 guys that are really, really good, and they're really, really good right now. So, you know, that kind of makes our job easier. I just don't want to screw it up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tony Finau, you're, you're here for his event as well. But, um, you know, at the beginning of the year, his goal was to make the Ryder Cup team. He played hard. He, play, he golfed his ball, so to speak, this whole year long. Was it fun for you to be able to watch him and see how he has developed as a player on tour? No question. No question. I mean, you know, we, we can go down his resume. You know, we, we see one win, right? Well, first of all, it's really difficult to win. I don't care where it is, on what level it is. Many tours, web.com tour, it's hard, it's hard to win. But the way I like to look at things, you look at it from the lens of, okay, what has he done or what has this individual done? Week to week, right? I don't know if he's missing any cuts this year. My guess has not been many, but he's got a slew of top 25s, a gajillion top 10s, bunch of top fives, top threes, a couple runner-ups. I mean, right there, that says it. I mean, he, his consistency has been, you know, uh, in, in, in the realm of the top five or ten players in the world this right. year. Um, and he's, quite honestly, he's playing some of the best golf he has at the right times. <laughs> to compound that and to make it even – to even highlight even more – what has he done in the big events? He's played great. I mean, he was sick at the British Open and still top 10. Uh, we all know what he did at Augusta National. I mean, that's right that's there is a, is a, you know, that's a 30-minute uh, <laughs> mini, mini drama series, right? Um, 
I mean, I we didn't think he was going to be playing. I mean, I was right behind him in the par three contest. So anyway, I don't want to get off rant here, but my point is, is what he's done this year is worthy of top 15 in the world on a Ryder Cup team, and and he's going to be he's going to be a massive asset for the team yeah. because of what he does and heck, what he can do and what he's done on the golf course. But he, you know what? Even almost equally off the golf course, he's very level-headed, understands his role, understands what the game's about. And, you know, he and his wife are going to – they're going to soak it up because they're going to love what it, what it is to be a part of this team, uh, both as a player and as a wife. It's, it's just special. So he's um, – I can tell you all the guys, specifically the players, they all wanted him, us vice captains. It's – I don't know what a no-brainer is, but it's pretty close to a no-brainer. Is Phil and Tony going to have a dance-off in the team room? <laughs> I, I want the ground to be flat. I don't want any ankles turned. And you, you got to clear the way if Phil does the worm. But, uh, you know, it, it, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, you're being summoned in there. But thanks for your time, Zach. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having right, me. Good thanks luck over there. Oh, there you go. Zach Johnson, kind enough to join us. What do you think? He's a good guy. Well, certainly. He's a really good guy. Yeah. I mean, just a nice guy. Tough to Tough to beat there. But... I loved the. He had fun with every question, yeah. right? He was oh, yeah. he was willing to just have a good time, didn't yeah. take anything too seriously, uh, things like that. But uh, a dance off from what we saw Tony doing his Polynesian dancing versus what we saw on the shirt commercial for Phil. <laughs> Tony definitely has Tony more rhythm. all the way. Oh yeah, it's not even Tony close, all right? the way. I'll guarantee you there's going to be some dancing in that team room. <laughs> I'll guarantee so? you. You think so? Oh, yeah. There's going to be ping pong, too. Did you see Bryson play ping pong against a robot? No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Against a robot? Against a robot. I didn't know robots played ping pong. Yeah, they got robots that play ping pong. Really? Yes. What do they use? Like some sort of... I don't know. Never seen a ping pong playing robot. Is it like a track man that they use to so the thing can follow the the ping pong uh, ball? I don't know, but he played ping pong against a robot. Huh? Are you sure Bryson's not a robot? He could be <laughs> scientific. He's a government experiment. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at this Ryder Cup team, uh-huh. and you know, you, you certainly there are a lot of. Uh, Pairing options. I think you mentioned already that, you know, you look at Jordan. Let me, let me just say Patrick Reed. Is, let me just say, yeah, okay. Jim Furyk said to Tony Finau, "We can, we can put you with anybody." Yes. The only two players we won't put you with are Tiger and Bryson DeChambeau. He said that. Yes. He said the only ones we won't put you with is Tiger yes. and Bryson. Yes. Does that mean Tiger and Bryson are going to play together yes, every time? Yes. That's exactly what they mean. Really. What it means. I didn't yeah. hear that. I didn't hear that he said that. That was the conversation in the car that I was privy to oh. from the other person that was riding with Tony when he got the call from Captain Jim. Because I sort, I mean, Tony's big Tiger fan, and really credits Tiger winning the '97 Masters for getting him into golf. Part of it was so I was that, sort of hoping that maybe yeah. they might have an opportunity to pair up together. Just Part of it was that he's played with everybody else except for Bryson and Tiger. He's never played with them before, so he feels comfortable playing with the other guys. And where he might not feel comfortable with these two, but Tiger and Bryson um, have been playing a lot of practice rounds and everything together, so they understand each other. So they'll play together. Interesting. Yep. 
So you think you you think the uh, Jordan Spieth Patrick Reed pairing that's been so successful that one's going to happen again? Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, you got to think Kepka and DJ are going to pair together mm-hmm. because they're buddies and they have similar games. Yep. Um. Maybe maybe Bubba and Tony. Maybe Tony jumps in with Phil. Yeah. For a little rookie. Yep. Help there. Yeah. Still coaching up. Yep. Hmm. Could be some good stuff. All right, stay tuned. We'll uh, continue this conversation next. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the sports talk host. I can talk about all sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800 428 one five seven zero agents are standing by twenty four seven. So go ahead and call now. Eight hundred four two eight fifteen seventy. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family, or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Eight hundred four eight five six zero zero three. Call right now. That number is eight hundred four eight five six thousand three. Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. 
Oh, we just continued through the break as we uh, look at possible pairings on this team. Boy, you've got a lot of I me. Mean, if you're putting Bryson and Tiger as sort of the, you know, you're already putting that pairing together, and you got to figure that Jordan and Patrick have played well together, so yep. you're going to see a steady diet of those two. But, uh, you know, JT and Ricky would be good. They're good buddies. They're mm-hmm. part of that uh, spring break group, you know. Yep. Um, I I wonder, with Ricky and Justin playing better than both Patrick and Jordan at the moment, do you still put Patrick and Jordan together? I think you probably try it unless it's yeah. not working. Yeah. Then maybe you intermix there and go with uh, – so if you're going to do a pod system like this been, you know, yeah. used in the past, uh-huh. Azinger's pod system, that maybe your pod system might be Ricky and Patrick, Justin, and Jordan, you know. That yeah. might be a pod. Um, Tony and Phil will probably be in the same group, pod together. With a rookie and Phil? Yeah. Tiger with Bryson, yep. you know, you, you could you could put a, a couple of Bomber Brothers picks to you know mm-hmm. groups together with DJ Brooks and uh, Tony and Bubba if you wanted to, but I'm not necessarily I don't know that their games pair. I, I think I like Tony and Brooks a little bit better, you know, paired together than uh, than Tony and Bubba, but we'll see how it all shakes yep. out. Uh, I, I just that the key is is the one that's sort of hard is Webb Simpson. Yes. You look at it and go, I don't know. What, who does Webb fit in there who with? Do you, who does that go? Who does he go with? Yeah. I think he could go with Ricky. I think he could go with. I mean, he could go with anybody really. Yeah. But there's some natural ones that sort of fit. So we'll see what happens. Natural but, ones that have had success before together too. As as your you know experience with your dad and things like that. Yeah. What did you look at with rookies and things like that? What's your well, thoughts? He 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 wanted. He said that he sometimes would take two rookies and put them out together. They don't know any better. Just let them go do it. Let them go do it. Let them go play. They're excited. Um, they're fired up. Let them go play. Two rookies together. So that could be fun too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I like the uh, the U.S. Uh, team. Uh, they certainly got an uphill battle trying to win on foreign soil for the first time since '93. '93. Yeah, that'll be tough. Tour championship next week. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.